Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. Welcome back, my pecans. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Um, Thank you so much for the love and support. All of the numbers are up. Uh, People are subscribing. So I definitely appreciate it. Um, The emails are up, everything. So loving, loving the interaction with you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode last week. Um, In Them Streets is going to be premiering on the 21st. So make sure you mark your calendars. I'm super excited about that. This week, I wanted to talk more so about um, a little bit on finance, budgeting. I had a conversation with someone a lot younger than me a couple of days ago, and some of the advice that I was able to give them, um, you know, helped. So I was like, hey, you know what? Let's reshare some of this information, especially as we're getting closer to the holidays. I know some of y'all lose y'all mind, (laughs) mind for these holidays. So just wanted to give some uh, tips and things for us to be watching out for. Um, Not going to do any current events this week. Has been a lot going on. Um, But some of the issues, like things that are going through the courts and stuff like that, um, I want to do a little more research. I have a few people waiting to follow up with me to get a little more in-depth before I kind of speak on a couple of things. So um, first I want to talk about, you know, some apps apps that are really helpful in keeping your budget together and keeping your, um, you know, dates for bills and things like that all in one place. Very, very helpful, especially as we're approaching the season. I know a lot of people are going to be looking to making big purchases. Um, you know, some people have been talking about buying houses before the end of the year is out. I know car sales go up. Um, I sold cars for a couple of years, so I'm very familiar Um, and obviously, you know, all the electronics, gadgets, gifts that people are going to be giving. So a couple of apps that are super helpful and have been helpful to the people that I've been talking to. Um, the first one I've mentioned before, actually a couple of these I've mentioned, but I wanted to get a little more in depth because I've just kind of breezed over them in the past. So the first one, I'm a huge, huge fan of Acorn. Acorn is a simple app, very user-friendly. And the premise of Acorn is kind of like a little piggy bank and it's um, it keeps the change from your purchases. So what you wanna do is you wanna link your most active account. So if you bank with Bank of America, TD Bank, whatever you're doing your checking with, where there's multiple transactions coming out each week, you know, where you get your Wawa coffee and that card that card is the one that you want to link to your acorn what it's going to do is it's going to take the change from each transaction and shift it over to a savings account with acorn uh uh, acorn and it's actually going to invest that money for you so i'm a huge fan of this because for me it's been really really cool to kind of just see that savings going up over time without me having to do really anything at all Another really cool feature is what it'll do is it'll take the change from the transaction. So if I go to Wawa and I buy a cup of coffee 
and um, you know it costs 140 or something like that 60 cents is going to be transferred to my account with them and then there's another little function called a multiplier so the multiplier it does exactly what you know it sounds like it does it will multiply that amount and shift it over to the account with them so again I go into Wawa I buy my cup of coffee there's 60 cents change the 60 cent change will go over to the savings account and if I have a multiplier of let's say I believe the options are two three and four um, if it's a multiplier of two it's gonna be a dollar twenty that's gonna go into that account instead of the the original 60 cents make sense of course it does so um, that is super super helpful because one I don't have a debit card attached to well I do but I don't use it um, I always tell people don't get the debit card that's attached to your acorn account because then you know how it is we're all human <laughs> like ain't nobody perfect at all this stuff so it's so easy to just swipe that card the point is to let the money go there it's such a small amount it's something that you're really not going to feel like that in most senses and you know for most people a dollar forty a dollar twenty you're really not gonna feel that that's something that you spend like that nothing so the point is is to let it sit in there and collect and I always tell people you know just try to be very mindful about um, when you establish the account okay what's going to be the things that will make me tap into this account you know I obviously I'm not gonna be behind in rent because I'm doing all that stuff good I'm not gonna be behind in my bills but say an emergency comes up so you can use that as an emergency account so it's nice to just kind of have that and the app itself is super user-friendly I'm gonna add the link another cool thing about this app and the next one that I'm gonna talk about is they let you invite people and they actually pay you for it so if you know someone who is not banking or is not saving you can say hey this is a free app I get something for you signing up and I believe they probably get I no, for Acorn, you get like $5. Um, they run little specials. Hey, you invite three people, we'll give you $25. Um, and it's all on there, you know, when you log in. So the information is very, very simple and straightforward. Um, but they give you an incentive for letting other people know about the app. Awesome, right? The next one is Robinhood. So a lot of people are very interested in stocks, but have no idea what, you know, what it really is, what it entails, what are the rules. I tell people to sign up for Robinhood because it's so user-friendly in the way that you can purchase stocks and the way that you can do your little research for stocks. Um, I have a few people that I kind of lean on and I basically copy what they do. <laughs> um, personal people that I know but the thing is is that I actually did my research I joined Facebook group groups which I recommend you doing join some Facebook groups and people who are already investing so I know there's a bunch of black investment Facebook groups um, women women investors all kinds of things so find one that you're comfortable with and just look you know these apps are free you don't have to do something right away the first step is getting it setting it up and then you can slowly start to build your portfolio. The cool thing about stocks, well, one of the things about stocks that I always tell people, and you know, most of us know this, but if you're brand new to it, you're not really gonna know. 
Stocks go up and down all the time. So you don't wanna be one of those people that are looking at your Robinhood every day and making decisions on a day-to-day basis unless you're going to be a day trader, which that's a whole nother thing. You can make a lot of money. I've seen a, I've seen people make a lot of money. It's not really my thing because it ends up being a part-time job, but if that part-time job is paying you well, do it. The more you know about these things, the better off you'll be in the future. And the more, um, like when you're watching the news or when you see an article or when people are talking about the economy and things like that, the more these little things are gonna start to make sense. So if you're just starting to kind of dive into it, Robinhood is a really, really cool app to do it. Um, They don't charge any fees. Uh, Like before, years ago, when you would buy stocks, you would get killed with all kinds of fees every time you bought and sold. Um, And a lot of that has been eliminated. So you can, you know, pretty much freely buy stocks. I always tell people, you know, buy the things that you like. If you drink Coca-Cola every day, maybe you want to have some Coca-Cola stocks. And I actually have some Coca-Cola stocks. They pay dividends. Um, and, you know, dividends are basically the the payments that the company gives you. There's a much more technical um, definition for all of that. But just for the purposes of this podcast, it's just money that they're paying back to their share- shareholders. Hey, we did really good this quarter. You know, think of it as a, a tiny little bonus to the shareholders. So, um, yeah, uh, Robinhood as well. When you invite people to join, Robinhood gives you a free stock. So it's a great way to just kind of get yourself rolling. You can see how that stock is performing. You can see the indicators on your home screen. Um, it'll make more sense once you actually have it in your hands, but everything is very user-friendly. So don't worry about that. If you're, you know, if you have a whole bunch of apps now, it's going to be one, two, three. And then if you ever get confused with any of these apps, there's always YouTube resources. So you Google how to use Robinhood, tips for Robinhood, tips for Acorn, how to max out my Acorn, you know, those types of things. So always do your research. You never want to take just my word for it. You never want to take just one person's word for it, especially not when it comes to your coin, ever. You always want to get a second opinion. You always want to read an article, you know, and do your additional research. But once you start to get into it, I'm telling you, it becomes so, it, it becomes fun. Like my Acorn and my um, my Robinhood, it's like my little video games. You know, I'm looking, I'm seeing, you know, what stocks are performing well. I'm looking in the Facebook group, seeing what people are talking about. I'm staying abreast of um, different media content, like Earn Your Own Leisure is a YouTube page that uh, goes over all of these things as far as stocks. They talk about day trading. They um, interview people um, who have been in the business for a really long time. Earn Your Leisure, E-Y-L. And they're on YouTube and they look like us. They're young, you know, and um, just figuring it out. So I'm a huge, huge fan of of both of those apps in combination with research and in combination with being in a community of people who are interested in the topic and willing to give you advice about the topic. You know, you don't wanna just jump in head first. So another two two good apps that help you just kind of organize your finances. Things get very hectic, especially when you're first getting your first apartment or 
Um, you know, you're just, you have more responsibilities than you did in your, in the past. You just got a brand new car note, you, which means you have to now get, uh, full coverage and all of that. So I always tell people to, um, organization is the best key and it takes the mind work out of it. Um, you know, you don't have to use a traditional calendar, but you can mint M-I-N-T, Mint, is a really, really cool app that'll help you organize your finances. You can link your savings accounts to it, your checking accounts to it. Um, It'll even let you link your IRA account, any managed accounts that you might have. And you can see how you're doing on a monthly basis. And it'll actually show you over time how you're doing. So you can look at a snapshot for three months you know, how, how have I been saving for three months, a year? Where can I improve? It'll show you where you're paying like bank fees and things like that. The things that you might not even notice, like, hold up, hold up. Why is TD Bank charging me, you know, $10 a month and calling it a monthly maintenance fee? What the hell are you maintaining? <laughs> you don't give me a whole bunch of money on, uh, you know, you don't give me a whole bunch of return on my money. So I don't think I want to pay you, you know, $120 a year to have an account with you. Um, So these are like little things that you can slowly start to catch. Another cool thing is uh, Mint has add-on services in it um, where it'll send you offers according to what's going on in your finances. And they'll also ask you questions about your goals. Like, hey, is one of your goals buying a house? It'll start giving you a whole bunch of information about mortgage rates and things like that. I'm almost positive your credit score is attached to that as well. So um, they can even pre-qualify you for different things that might be helpful um, according to your goals. Nerd Wallet or Credit Karma. Both of these will help you monitor your, uh, your credit activity. So for a lot of us, especially, you know, my generation and even younger, we don't do a whole bunch of the mail. You know, we don't, we just don't. You know, we just don't do a lot with mail. I don't, I hate mail. Um, my, My point with that is things can go missing. You know, things can kind of go right over your head. Um, like, did you realize you had a collection account from something you forgot to pay? Or did you know that, you know, um, this account was in your name and might not have had a clue? You, your credit score is like your social security number. Um, you want to just really, really protect that because identity theft is a very real thing. And people, especially now during times like this in pandemics where, you know, people are losing their jobs where things aren't going, um, you know, the way that a lot of people would hope in terms of their finances, people get very desperate. You'll notice that, you know, you have a lot more junk mail than you do of different offers and things like that that kind of look a little shady. Um, Craigslist is another good indicator. I like to check Craigslist every once in a while because you can kind of see the pace of things. Um, You see a whole lot more scams on Craigslist when the economy is down. So I say that to say this, your credit, the score, your report, you want to know that thing in and out. The good thing is we have apps, we have very user-friendly items like Credit Karma, Nerd Wallet that will help you monitor those things. 
and you know just to piggyback off of nerd wallet nerd wallet will give you articles to read we can't be afraid of reading we cannot be afraid of reading we got to read the more information you have the closer you will get to financial freedom the more information you know about money, the better you are with money, you know? So we have to be taking that time every day to read on the things that, you know, we wanna know more about. If you see people balling out, you know, with stocks and things like that, and this person is saying they're doing that, just learn more about it. If they can do it, you can do it. Ain't shit wrong with you. Um, I wanted to mention one more thing about uh, NerdWallet. NerdWallet will give you um, different credit card offers and personal loan offers. And they also give you um, information about mortgages and things like that. So um, obviously you don't wanna sign up for every credit card that you get. And if you need money, getting a credit card is probably not the best bet. I'll put it this way. If you're constantly behind in your bills, credit is not going to be the thing that you're gonna want to kind of help that situation because it, it typically ends up being a snowball effect. What works is getting your finances in order and utilizing credit to build your score and um, you know just kind of alleviate, like for example, if you want to buy, you have to buy a laptop, right? and you have most of the money and you know that you can easily pay it within two payments, you know, two payments is kind of usually my gauge. If I know I can pay it in two payments, then I'll go ahead and use my credit card. Most of the time, the purchases that I make with my credit card, because I try to use my credit card strategically, is I have it. You know, I want to buy a PlayStation and I know I got $500, you know, or six, whatever they're trying to, yeah, you ain't getting me and I'm a big gamer. I'm not buying no PlayStation <laughs> at all. But, you know, for example, I know a lot of people will be purchasing, um, you know, very expensive electronics this year. If you got it within two payments, that's my gauge. Everybody else has their own gauge. That's just what works for me. And it hasn't failed me yet. Um, you know, just in terms of how I pay my bills and things like that but you'll find your own flow eventually. It's just, you just, you don't wanna be afraid of credit cards. You don't, cause you need them to build your credit. You have to show these companies, these banks that I'm good for it. You give me the money, I'm good for it. So you wanna build that history of being good for it. Um, there's two people that I've spoken about on this podcast that I really want you guys to follow because I really feel like they just shed light on these topics and so many finance topics, um, but they do it in a way that you're gonna be able to understand. Sometimes when we're watching things online and you know people just talk right over your head and I'm talking about me and I think I'm pretty smart. <laughs> you know, everybody that knows me knows I think I'm pretty smart. But a lot of times these people will speak jargon and this and that. You need the lady up the block type of person to explain it to you because that's how it works for me. When somebody's talking regular, they can give me an ex examples that make sense to me. Um, you know, that's how I learn and that's how I remember. So the first person is Dr. Lynn Richardson. Dr. Lynn Richardson, 
Um, she's written several books. She's been on all kinds of television shows and programs and podcasts and been written up in all kinds of magazines and things like that. Um, she, her whole thing is teaching people of color, but anybody, anyone, um, about owning your finances and becoming self-sufficient, becoming a, um, a home-based business. She talks a lot about that. Uh, and you know, the thing about home-based businesses, we've talked about that before here. When you are a business owner, it opens you up to a lot of tax breaks that you wouldn't if you are receiving a pay stub. For people, I have both. I'm a contractor with one company and I receive a stub from another company and that is outside of what I'm doing with like the podcast and merch and you know, those types of things. But so the point is, is that when you're a, when you're a pay stub employee, you get taxed like murder, she wrote, they kill you, they kill you. When you're a home-based business, when you're a contractor, when you're an entrepreneur, business owner, you can say, well, I use my house for my office and I can write that portion off. You can say, well, you know, um, this mileage that I put on my car was for business purposes. This lunch was for business purposes. This um, trip was for business purposes. But she's going to explain it in a way that is going to be a lot more detailed. So Dr. Lynn Richardson if you are doing, um, you know, you're selling platters, you got, you selling lip gloss, like my little cousin, um, you are doing tarot card readings, you're whatever, whatever you're doing and you're not receiving a pay stub from, uh, for it, you're an entrepreneur. You are a home-based business and you can actually come out ahead if you prepare your taxes as such. So just one person, I pump her information all the time. She does have some really good books um, and she also has an affiliate program. So let's say you read her book and you really, you know, you love her the way that I love her. Like, damn, she really spitting a lot of stuff. Um, you can actually promote her products and get paid to do it. So just another way that she is looking to, one, grow her network, obviously, but empower people to work from home. Um, you know, this pandemic has definitely taught us that the world is changing. A lot of people are not going to go back into the office. A lot of businesses are going to change the way that they're structured. You know, a lot of customer service people that would, you know, would work for, I don't know why TD Bank is on my mind today, but TD Bank or um, customer service for Bank of America. These people, a lot of them are going to be working from home. You know, this is a, a lot of companies are not going to pay rent when they can send you a headset and you know some software for your computer to be compliant and go you know so just uh keep you know keep that in mind another person that is so good i love her she is called the budgetista and she talks a lot about savings retirement a lot of people are still confused what's an ira what's a roth what's this what's that breaks it down like I was telling you, um, during times like this, people get desperate for money. So you're going to see a lot more people doing scams, just like when the pandemic first started. I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but a lot of scams were going on through email, um, a lot of scams online, click on this and or um, mm, 
the uh, the blessing looms and these groups that try to recruit you. Hey, you know, invest $200 with this group that we have and you'll end up getting $1,400 or $1,500 or $2,000. It's a scam. If it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true, okay? I'm not gonna get too much into that um, because I'm just not, <laughs> because I'll start getting pissed off. Um, I never lost any money on these things, but I have seen a lot of people lose money and I came close. So um, she did a whole video breaking down what these things are. Essentially, people are desperate. People need money. People are losing their jobs. These circles where money circulates, if you're going to do something like that, do it with people that you can see and feel. People that you can do, do, do. Hey, what up though? Where's my money? Where's my money? If you can't do that, and there's 500 people in the group, 20 people in the group, 30 people, 75, whatever the case is, and you don't know half of them, <laughs> most of them, do not give your money to anybody, okay? Don't give your money to anybody because what ends up happening in these little schemes, the first few people make their money and disappear. And they'll... They'll send you prayers on these message boards. They'll send you, they'll come off as being the greatest Christian. And, oh, this is our group of, of luck, our group of prosperity, our group of blessings. And, you know, we're just here to just push it forward and make sure that people, don't do it. If somebody tells you, you're going to give me this little bit of amount and I'm going to give you this big amount, don't do it. You heard it here. So um, the Budgetista, she has amazing videos about anything you could possibly need in terms of finances. She has her own universe, so does Dr. Lynn Richardson. So you can actually take classes with these people. Um, and I just, you know, another thing I wanted to mention, and I probably should have said this in the beginning, some of the things that I talk about with finances are not going to apply to everybody. Some people are going to look at this video and be like, oh, I knew that 10 years ago, girl, please. And then other people are going to have no idea, but not be even close to being in a position to utilize some of this stuff. And I totally understand that. I totally understand, you know, if you have lost your job, if you're struggling to just get by, then I completely get the fact that, look, I don't even have it. But for most of us, for most of us, we're still bullshitting with our money. And that's just the reality. We're just bullshitting with our money. And every month we're looking at our bank statement, if we're looking at all, and there's just not enough there because we're not doing what we need to do to have something there, to just have that little bit of cushion that will give you, you know, that security that you need to say, listen, if something reasonable, something reasonable pops up, I know that I'm good because every emergency that happens and the shit's going to happen, you know, emergency's going to happen. It just puts you further and further and further behind if we're not prepared. You know what I mean? So 
I never want to come off as insensitive. And I don't want you to think that I'm out here a billionaire or anything like that. I'm just a firm believer. And if I know something that has helped me, it is my duty to share that to other people. That is just how my brain works. It's always how my brain works. I've never been a hoarder of information. I've never felt like, oh, this is mine. I got to keep it for myself because, you know, people are going to take it. Anytime I was the only woman at a job or the only black person at a job, I never treated the other black person crazy and wild because now you got to represent and all that. Never just been that person. If I know it, I'll share it. It ain't no skin off my back. You ain't taking shit from me because I can still do what I was doing. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I, I just, I hate that selfish mentality. I think it's something that holds us back, um, especially in our different groups. Um, but yeah, don't be like that. If you know something, if something is working for you, if something is making you money, put somebody else on. You're only, I feel like you're only as good as the people that you bring up with you. And it can't just be your kids and your family and things like that. Bring other people with you. That's what builds your network. That's what builds legacy. So um, Dr. Lynn Richardson got through that. Do not join a pyramid scheme. (laughs) We got through that. Please don't, people. I know there's going to be a bunch of people who are. But just think about it. It's just not logical, you know? Um, I wanted to talk about uh, a new app that came out. It's called Fanbase. If you guys follow The Breakfast Club, um, the his name is Isaac Hayes III. I'm not even sure if he's related to the, the Isaac Hayes, probably. Um, but he just started this brand new company, company along with others called Fanbase. And what it does is for people who create content like me, me doing this podcast, I can upload snippets, I can upload pictures, I can upload different things. And they pay you or the people who are viewing can pay you for your content. So if you're someone who has been laid off, but you're thinking about, um, you know, starting a podcast or you're thinking about um, just having another income coming in, like you're a, um, say you're a, a therapist, right? You work with kids or something like that. Well, as much as you can do therapy, You can also coach parents or coach this person or talk to teachers about the different techniques that you know. There are always other avenues that you can take your skills and kind of shift it to other people. So um, I think it's a really good platform. The thing that really piqued my interest, and I'm looking at doing it as well, I've been investing in um, small things. I just invested in a small business um, that I'm super excited about, but uh they actually allow you to invest in the company. So somewhat like buying stock, um, but being able to get right in on the company. Um, I believe the minimum investment is $250. So check that out though, because I know a lot of people, if you're, say you do, you know, you're like me, you have some money sitting in the bank or whatever, and banks don't make you any money. You know, your money just sitting in there doesn't do anything for you really. Um, The bank accounts that I use, I have managed accounts and then I have bank accounts, um, traditional bank accounts. Um, You know, a couple cents every month, maybe maybe dollar if you're lucky. Um, But you wanna be able to take that money because money is just a resource. You want to be able to take that money and put it into something that's going to grow it a lot more than where it was before. 
You know what I mean? Obviously. So check out Fanbase. They are accepting, um, they are allowing people to invest in the company. And not for nothing, it does look like it's going to be a big deal. So you hear, you heard it here. Um, I believe you can get in for about $250. So, you know, that might be something you want to look into either to invest in or to monetize your content. And I'm a big proponent of people putting a camera on. If you have some information to share, share it. There's somebody that needs to hear it. Homes, home buying. This is my mode because this is the mode that I'm in. I'm super excited. I'm getting myself geared up to buy my first um, my first house, my first investment property. I've been getting advice from a lot of different people, getting my finances in order, getting my credit score in order, cleaning things up and getting all my documents together and all of that. So um, two things I wanted to uh, talk about in terms of home buying. Everybody knows, you know, listen, if you want to buy a house, you can go to your bank, you can talk to them um, and they will give you a basically an approval letter of how much you would be approved for potentially for a house if you want to go that traditional route, right? Um, and that avenue is always going to be there for you. Another route is there is a, a nonprofit called NACA, N-A-C-A. It is the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America. NACA is a program that you can enter into and I suggest that you go to their website, you know, directly after this, if purchasing a home is something that you're interested in doing, but you haven't done yet. NACA will basically guide you through the entire process of purchasing your first home. The requirements or the initial requirement is that you watch a webinar that's about two hours long. They're gonna give you a key, like a, a key code, and you'll be able to access their systems so that you can begin to upload your documents and start the process with them. They link you with the mortgage people. They link you with the real estate agents. They, they handle everything for you. And the really cool thing about NACA, it's not for investors, okay? So if your goal is to be like this big landlord, NACA is probably not gonna be the best fit for you, but it does allow you to get a property that is a multifamily, which means four apartments, same house, you live in one of the apartments and you rent out the rest of them. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible the fact that they're even giving this information out to people. I had no idea that they were out there. There's a group on Facebook that is like a support group and they actually ask you to join that group when you enroll in their program. So NAC is gonna be one of those things that you might wanna look into if you're struggling to figure it out. Um, if you are in an absolute rush to buy your house, NAC is probably not gonna be the best bet for you, but I would say look at it as an option anyway. Um, you know. In the the process that they put you through in terms of getting all your paperwork together and all of that, just that alone is very, very helpful, especially for a lot of us who, like me, I still have so much to do with like receipts and, you know, we got the spicy pecan stuff and I have this stuff and, you know, so a lot of moving legs. I'm probably not the best person to talk about organization, but NACA, check them out. 
Very, very good information if that's something that you're looking to do. Um, another thing that can be very tricky so I highly suggest if this is something that you want to do, you can make a lot of money at it. You can definitely accomplish your goals, but you want to do a lot of research, tax lien properties, okay? Tis the season. A lot of these auctions are coming up. Like for example, um, there is an auction coming up in Camden, December 14th, 2020. If you visit camden.newjerseytaxsale.com, it will give you all of the information in terms of the upcoming sale. But you can look at every county in New Jersey and you don't have to just look at New Jersey. Every state has some form of a tax lien sale, a sheriff sale, a foreclosure sale. Um, there's all different kinds and every state is gonna be different. What I'm hearing is, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, some of the most difficult states to do this business in, but if you know your sh you can clean up, okay? You can clean up. So a tax lien sale basically is the municipality saying, this person stopped paying their taxes, um, probably sewage, you know, everything that's owed to the, municip the municipality, that township or um, that specific city. And they, to recoup the money, they put it up for auction to allow someone else to eventually purchase that debt from them and IE get the property. In New Jersey, if you win, a, it's a bidding system. So you go online, you, you know, you bid for these properties. So, if you win the property, what's gonna happen is a lien is gonna be put on the property and you'll be the owner of that lien. So if the homeowner decides to get good with all of their debts, they have to pay everything up and pay you because you've placed a lien, which is your interest in the property. Um, they pay you at an interest so you can, at the very least, even if you never end up getting the property, you can absolutely make money. In Camden, um, it's like 18% a year and then four to 6% penalty rate. And it's a two year redemption period. So the person, whoever is the original owner of that property, they have two years to come back to you and say, hey partner, I'm good with it. You know, give you your money back, pay you and done. But typically what happens is, um, you know, that doesn't happen. And you have this long holding period. And after that holding period, uh, you know, you can eventually get the deed once you've paid, um, you know, anything that is owed at, on that property at that point. Again, every state is different. You want to do a whole lot of research before you think about doing something like that. But if you get nasty with it, People are making so much money. And this is the type of thing, you don't need no college degree. You don't need to sit up in somebody's classroom for four years. You need to sit on your laptop and get the studying. Learn everything you can. My suggestion is forget this year, just go on the auction and just watch. Just watch, just look at what's happening. 
you know, go on any of these, even if it's in Utah, so what? Just get a flow of the process. Talk to a couple of people. Um, join these groups on Facebook of people who are buying tax lien properties, who are wholesaling properties, all of this stuff. Knowledge is the power. Knowledge is the power in this case. You don't need no degree. You don't need any of that. You don't got to have a real estate license. You don't need none of that. You just got to know to know, no. You just got to know to what, what. You know what I mean? So this is something that you educate yourself, you take the time and you educate yourself and you can make a shit ton of money. And when you do, I want you to email Spicy Pecan Podcast and put my black ass on. All right. Um, I definitely wanted to touch on this. A lot of people are looking at buying cars. End of year sale, Christmas coming up. I need something new for the 2021. Here's the thing. Vehicles are like clothes in a way. It's all about the brand. It's all about the body. It's all about that. A lot of people are spending $50,000, $70,000 on a shell. You're just buying the pretty. You know, you like the body. But the car is what it is. I sold cars for about two years And for a little bit, we had a dealer's license and we had plates and we were selling our own vehicles, okay? The car game is just that. It's a game. If you were looking at purchasing a vehicle, if the vehicle is not brand new, you never, ever, ever want to buy ish without having a mechanic check it. Ever, ever. Don't ever buy a car without having a mechanic check it. Let me say that again. Don't ever buy a car without having a mechanic check it, period. When I was selling cars, you, do you know how many people I told, oh, well, no problem. Just have your mechanic check it. You know, we could drop it off as long as it's for, you know, like an hour or two, reasonable window. Um, If you're serious about looking at purchasing, meaning, you know, I've run you, I know you can afford it. I know all of that. Cool. I'm not going to lose a sale. We could drop the car off, um, you know, at your mechanic or bring your mechanic with you. I guarantee you, it's going to be worth the $50, the pack of beer, the pack of cigarettes, little bud, whatever it costs you to get that mechanic out to the dealership, it's going to be worth it. I used to tell people, especially women, I would tell them all the time, get a mechanic to check the car, you know, get a mechanic. You know how many people did it and then complained to me? When they realize that you bought a used damn car, yeah, yeah, sweetheart, you bought a used car. You see that big sign out there? It says used vehicles. They used. And I don't drive them every day. So I'm not going to know. You know, yeah, I could feel if the rotors or, you know, brakes need to be changed or if the alignment is off a little bit, if I hear a little bit of a tick in the engine, if it's driving a little sluggish or something. Yeah, some of those things we're going to hear, we're going to see, we're going to feel on a test drive. But... We ain't driving these things all day. So if something comes up in a month, you hit. So always get a mechanic to check the car, okay? Never, ever, ever take that first price. Never. You want to make sure you have the confidence to be able to walk away. And you want to make sure that you have the confidence to say, um, you know, I want to work with you in terms of this. You know, it's not a dictatorship. You are the customer. 
Okay, so negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. And I always tell people, don't buy the car the first visit. Go a couple of times. Get to know your salesperson a little bit. You know what I mean? This is something that is going to be something you're going to be paying on for at least two years. You know? So get a feel for that company that you're about to do business with. Sit in the waiting room and talk to the person a little bit. Listen to what the customers are saying, the ones that are bringing their cars in for service. What they talking about? You got people kicking and screaming in this lobby? Maybe this ain't the spot for me. So, cars. Be very, very careful. I know a lot of people are going to be buying cars. Um, the last thing I wanted to hit on. Weed is now legal in New Jersey. What are you doing to get a piece of that pie? What do you know about the, the law? What do you know about how this is actually gonna look. What research have you done? If you smoke weed yourself, why are you not profiting off of the fact that this is now legal? If you're creative and you like to make things with your hands, why aren't you making little rolling plates? Why aren't you making little fancy things that, you know, maybe a girl wants to be cute while she's smoking? Why aren't you, let's get in this. Let's get in this. Too many of our people have been incarcerated because of marijuana, stupidly spent years in jail, lost their life, you know, lost everything um, because of weed. But now it's legal. And this, especially in New Jersey, there's no excuse, okay? Everybody is kind of starting on, you know, somewhat the same playing field. I'm not saying you're going to have a dispensary or a grow, a, a, you know, like a, um, a farm or anything like that. I'm not saying that that part is going to be the easiest. But in terms of merchandise, get in where you goddamn fit in. You should be coming up with a plan right now on how you're going to make me, uh, money off the fact that weed is legal. And I'm going to be bringing you a show all about marijuana in New Jersey, what we can expect and how we can be making money. I'm going to try to get that in before the, um, you know, before the year is out. But that's something that I'm working on because I know that that is super, super important. Um, but listen, holiday season is approaching us. I just wanted to hit you guys with a couple of these little tips. I had a great conversation, um, you know, with that little youngin, and it just kind of showed me like, yeah, you know what? Let's get this information out there. I know some of this stuff I've talked about before, but especially since we're approaching a very tricky time right now, you know, we really want to go into 2021 with a new mentality on how you're going to kill it that year in terms of your finances. That's what I want for you guys. Those are the types of things that I'm listening to. Anything that I know, I don't got a problem sharing. So listen, if you like this episode, feel free to comment, share the episode. I'm loving the fact that you guys are so interactive. If you have show topics, like for example, somebody um, said that I should do a show about the down low, you know, and where we are with the down low in 2020, 2021. Um, if you think that's a great show idea, email the show, say, hey, yeah, I think you should really do that. If you have a show idea, you think there's something that you want me to talk about, email the show and let me know. Um, you know, we've been definitely getting a lot more responses by email. So keep it coming. Follow me on Instagram. Spicy Pecan Podcast. Follow me on Facebook, Spicy Pecan Podcast. And make sure that you share this episode to someone who needs to hear it because I'm sure there's something in here that's gonna be, um, you know, a gem for somebody. Guys, 
I love you. I cannot believe I just talked free flow for 47 minutes. <laughs> Damn. Um, I love you guys. More episodes to come. More love and blessings. Be blessed, guys. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a Wonderful Me Media production. Ah.